Welcome to Facts Roundtable, a podcast dedicated to navigating life with food allergies across the lifespan. Presented in a welcoming format with interviews and open discussions, each episode will explore a specific topic, leaving you with the facts to know or use. Information presented via this podcast is educational and not intended to provide individual medical advice. Please consult with your personal board-certified allergist or healthcare providers for advice specific to your situation. Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline Mawasasi, and I'm your host for the Facts Roundtable podcast. I'm a food allergy parent, advocate, and the founder of the Grateful Foodie blog. We're speaking with inspirational author, advocate, and TV radio personality, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, about how she uses her voice to impact others. Welcome, Elizabeth, to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you on the show. We go way back, and you're always one of my favorite people to speak to. Oh, thank you. I love talking to you too, Caroline, and I'm glad to be here. And we have so much uh, in common with all the food allergy communities and Eleanor and Fact and just everything you do with your blog. And it's just, it's an honor to be here. And I, I appreciate all you do for the food allergy community. It's a, a, overwhelmingly amazing. <laughs> thank you. Well, that's very sweet. And thank you. So we're going to dive right in. So Elizabeth, can you explain to our listeners about you and your life? You've had this very extraordinary life. And I would just love for you to share your background right now. So I'm about to hit 51 years old and reach reach that milestone up and over the 50 mark. I'm a mom of four sons. We him and ha whether to call them boys or sons. I think we've moved into sons category because they're 18 to 25 now. And uh, so they're, they're sons, I guess. <laughs> and I'm the, gosh, I, you know, I, I'm talking about myself. I'm an author. I'm a best-selling author now, I guess, right? So I own the Best Ever You Network, and we have a new journal out, and we're all excited about it. And so the timing for this is so epic. Your support is is amazing. We're, we're moving into best-selling book category today. Now we're heading into like the overall mode of books in different categories. So we're stunned and, and grateful for everybody. So, I mean, it, what a rally around our journal. It's amazing. That's wonderful. We're going to talk about the journal in just a little bit, but maybe also to let viewers know what type of books you've been producing and selling. Well, one of the reasons why we're talking today is I have life-threatening food allergies and I have life, life-threatening anaphylaxis to peanuts, tree nuts, fish, and shellfish. And I've had that for over 25 years now. And so my books weave in and out of being books for children and books for self-help because having food allergies, I've learned, produces various levels of emotional distress, anxiety, social dysfunction, and so forth. And so part of the Best Ever You Network really is about all those things people face, whether they have food allergies or not, and to help somebody be their best, especially in the face of adversity. Yeah, that, I guess that's <laughs> that's that's it in a nutshell. But so we got Percolate, which a, which is a Hay House book, two books with the amazing Sally Huss, one about food allergies, and then this journal, and then the new Pinky Doodlebug Children's series comes out in September through Waldo. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's keep, exciting. We'll have to keep yeah. our eyes out for that. Now, can you also share with listeners how you became a spokesperson for FACT and how did you enter our world? Oh, goodness. You know, for the longest time, 
I hid that I was an adult with food allergies. I thought it would get me fired from jobs. I thought it was embarrassing. I didn't know until Gina Close came along and said, would you like to be featured in my book, One of the Gang, to help kids, you know, to give kids adult role models, you know, adults with food allergies. So kids have people to look up to. And I'm like, Oh, wow. To this point, I've hidden this. My medical alert was in my pocket. It wasn't around my, it wasn't around my wrist like it is now and stuff like that. And so that kind of started my moments where I began to talk openly about having a life-threatening condition. And through through those course of events, I met the wonderful Eleanor Garrow Holding (laughs) and became a um, spokesperson for FACT. And I admire all she does. She's just a, a, amazing. And I'm so glad you guys have this podcast because you guys keep people. What I always say is, you know, we want to be kept alive, but we also want to be able to thrive with food allergies. And it is tricky. There are so many circumstances and it's not just kids, it's adults. And you, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, it is not easy in any sense. And I'm really happy that you shared that about speaking up as an adult, you know, because so many of the children in this food allergy community are growing up and they need to hear this. You know, they're, they're very vocal when they're little and when they're teens, it starts to quiet down and then they enter college and it gets even quieter. So I'm really glad you shared how, no, you need to be out there with this. Well, one of the things I noticed is that the, the parents are vocal when they're little. And I think the children need to be empowered to speak appropriately about their food allergies without a parent hovering in helicopter mode, which I completely get, trust me. Uh, You know, you're trying to keep this person alive and safe and well, and they're not always in your sight. I mean, as a parent of just even myself, I need people watching me and I'm an adult. (laughs) So I get it. Um, So that was the beautiful moment I think we had with the book, A Lesson for Every Child Learning About Food Allergies. We took Jack right into the classroom. His parents gave permission to talk about his food allergies, and he becomes the one who's learning how to talk to other people about his condition. That is the perfect point. You're absolutely right. It's passing that on and then the child or person with the food allergy to feel comfortable and confident with who they are. And just sharing their information because you know what? Everybody does want to hear it. Yeah. And it's, and it's tricky and it's not a joke. And it's, I mean, I've, I personally, um, even as an adult with life-threatening food allergies have been bullied. So um, that's a huge thing for me as well. It's not a joke. It's not, let's see what happens to little Timmy when we, you know, when he's not looking and we smear peanut butter in his sandwich, you know, it's, it's not funny. It's life-threatening. There are just so many things. There's so many components and facets to, to having a life-threatening condition such as food allergies. And it also is a tool for teachers. I think it gives teachers a way to learn to talk. And what's really cool about the book is you all helped write it. <laughs> it was, I mean, that, that thing ran through a lot of people to make sure it was okay. And somebody, I can't remember who it was. It might've been you. You're like, um, Elizabeth, it's not okay for a kid to just walk into a classroom and start to talk about food allergies. There's parental approval. There's this, there's that. I'm like, oh, never would have known that. So it's blessed <laughs> by all of you. Well, and I appreciated how you did reach out to a wide variety of people to say, hey, what's the reality right now? What's going on right now? And that's what I think makes that book powerful. I read it. I have it. I share it because it's real. 
And that, to me, what's needed so much in the allergic community and which is there and is growing is just more conversation and our kids being comfortable and our adults being comfortable and just everyone being comfortable. So any kind of tool that promotes communication, I'm all about. I just yeah. think it's the way to go. Yeah, well, thank you. And, you know, really the, the kudos there also goes to Sally Huss. Sally Huss really put some energy behind making that book amazing. And, you know, it was frustrating with changes and things like, oh, no, here's another one, <laughs> you know, and you're revising and, and redoing and things like that. And she's, she's written over 100 children's books. So for her to lend us her brand to put that vehicle out there and that tool for people to use is amazing. And there's another book that goes hand in hand with it, um, especially kids with food allergies. There's Positive Pete and Self-Confident Sandy. And so I was reading her books and I came across Positive Pete. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is adorable. It's about self-confidence for boys. And I'm like, we need the girl version of this. So Self-Confident Sandy goes with that. And to, to me, those three books kind of live together. Because food, any kind of condition, food allergy or not, can really play a number on your psyche if you don't know how to, you know, and they're in your kids, you know, people react in so many different ways. So a couple more tools in the toolbox to be mindful about yourself and be proud and confident and so forth, whoever you are and however, however old you are. <laughs> Right. Well, thank you for making some tools for the toolbox. And then speaking as how old, I want to move on to the new journal that you just put out. So I've known you for years and I started reading, I, know, I started I reading Percolate. <laughs> I can't pronounce that. Okay, and what, yeah. And what I've learned from you over the years is self-care is key. And especially as a parent of a child, actually two children with food allergies, self-care is just key. So now this new journal just came out, best ever you 52 week journal to be your bravest, boldest you. So I bought it. I'm using it and it's lovely. It's very gentle. It's fascinating, but I would love for you to explain this journal and explain how to use it to our listeners. Mm, okay. So I'm new at this. I'm new at explaining our own work because <laughs> we're learning how people are using it. And so your feedback today was amazing that it was a gentle guide. It's not in your face. It's not uh, pushy. It's not anything. It's a week, It's a one prompt a week, 52 week guided journal. And when you buy it, you get access to us for guidance in a private Facebook group for a whole entire year. So it's written by um, Chris Fuller and myself, and it's illustrated by Sally Huss again. It goes through the best ever you six principles, and then there's questions under each principle for 52 weeks. I think the backstory also of how this journal came to be is, is really interesting because I met Chris Fuller in a Facebook group with, I think there's 300,000 women in it. And we met randomly answering each other's cries to learn Zoom. Absolutely random. And it wasn't years ago. It was back in January. So that is a really short time to turn around something like this. And we both just absolutely love each other. I mean, we, our middle names are the same. Our, <laughs> it's just super funny. You, you're like, we're like, really? You like cats? I do too. You know, just everything. And it's like just a, a match, just a, just synchronous, just, I don't know, serendipity. I, I just, 
everything. Hard to explain. And then what happened is her husband got diagnosed with stage four colon cancer on February 26th. I was on a Zoom call with her because we'd mastered Zoom, right? And he was in the background. I'm like, wow, he has a really you know, trim down, you know, kind of thing. And we didn't know at the time that that's what it was. And so I'm opening my mouth and inserting my foot. And um, she's like, yeah, he's, he's going to the doctor. We think he might have an ulcer turned out to not be that it turned out to be stage four colon cancer. And so we wrote this journal during the entire time. And it just came out around June. I think the official release date was June 28th, but it hit Amazon like around July 8th or 9th. And um, just soared to number one Amazon bestseller new release. We're just stunned. We're we're all just like, what just happened, <laughs> right? That's an amazing story. But also, she was living it while writing it with you, which yeah. maybe that explains now. Okay, my light bulbs are going on here. So maybe now that explains why I find it so gentle and so easy to just slide into. It wasn't heavy duty. I was just a little nervous about, okay, I'm already feeling a little overwhelmed with the pandemic and I'm going to sit down and is this going to get too heavy? And it wasn't too heavy at wow. all. We, we intentionally wrote it for people who were experiencing anxiety and stress during the pandemic. We both decided that, you know, whatever you had going on before the pandemic hit, everything's going to be amplified right now. So we wanted something that you could put in front of you and just sort of chill. And we're, we're both journal crazy, I would say. I mean, between the two of us, we have every journal on the market. Uh, really, it's, it's just wild. So we've looked at other things to kind of evaluate, you know, what we liked or didn't like and so forth and putting and putting this together. We did our best homework that we could do to put together something that just wasn't all like, you have to change your life right now. And here's why, because I don't think people need that right now. I think we've got enough change going on. People, people are trying to manage change, not completely like turn their life upside down. We've had that already. And well, you know, and that's it exactly. Because like, as I'm going through the book and, and using it, I kind of felt like it was just taking me and just bringing me back up. And, yeah. and I think in this, this pandemic, it's a little hard because you're trying to juggle your family, you're trying to juggle food allergies, you're trying to juggle the emotion of your family, your own emotions. And then of course, the health of your community. There's a lot of balls in the air and, and it's it's incredibly easy for us, especially as food allergy, you know, moms and food allergy adults to lose ourselves. We're so busy taking care of everybody else and doing everything for someone else. And it just feels like this is a good moment to just slowly start bringing up myself. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's sort of gentle self-care. I'm not going to get uh, you will never find in anything I ever do tell you to go be a badass or go, you know, go stop watching your kids and go part, you know, all the things that they say to, you know, cure your whatever it is. We're just more of like gentle guidance. Just we're the support crew kind of, <laughs> I guess. We're your support team is the way we see ourselves. And, you know, it works both ways too, because we all trade off these moments and we need you just as much as you need us. I don't think I would have been able to get through my dad passing away without our community. I mean, really, every single person emailed, are you okay, sent flowers, cards, 
everything, you know, and keeping my mom, you know, when people are married for 40 some odd years, you know, the other spouse feels like they're going to die too. And keeping my mom alive and then a major surgery for her after that, you know, it just, I get life. I understand all the things that go on in a person's life. I've started to really talk about that. If I can keep going here for a second, I'm talking too much, but I hope people hear that when you're out and about, even online now, virtual or whatever, you really have no idea what's going on in another person's background. And I swear there's like multiple things playing out from self-talk to actual things, to health problems, to whatever it is. So that's why I've kind of started saying for the past couple of years, encounter every soul you meet with gentleness, with compassion, with a sense of collaboration, kindness, give that person all you've got because you have no idea what's going on. And you might have a great smile on your face and have misery going on or a slight problem or whatever. You just, I hope we all stop and pause and really pay attention because I think humanity is crying for it. That's a beautiful piece of advice. Thank you for sharing that. And to continue on that note, what words of wisdom or tips might you have for our parents listening today and adults with food allergies listening today for self-care right now in this crazy, crazy time? Oh boy. Uh, You know, I think we're all, I've been thinking about this lately and I put out several pieces about patience and I have a blog actually, it's called life with the zoom lens on and it's at elizabethgarino.com. And that is, that seems to be helping people kind of manage day to day with like whatever, like if you're feeling distraught or if you need some mindset help, or if you need some help with uncertainty or, or, and so forth. So I don't really have one answer for that, for what you can do. I think the best solution might be to go to the blog and find what pertains to you or head to besteveryou.com and find what pertains to you, what you're feeling and search for that. So I was kind of like, okay, we're kind of going to get through this. And then everything started brewing up again. And I'm, now I'm feeling more uncertain, uncertain. And I'm feeling that I'm like, oh man, how do I manage my own uncertainty? I, I'm just feeling it, especially with faced with sending two children back to college. Do I, don't I, what are they going to do? What's that like? What do you do? You know, billion questions. So we're all navigating the unknown and how we do that is really tricky. And I think when you're feeling like you're all anxiety because of the unknown, that's your, that's your cue to pause and self-care, whatever it is, get a book, turn off the news, whatever makes you, you. Perfect advice. It is really unique. There's so much uncertainty. And like you said, back to school is a really big issue right now. So I think that's good advice. Just pause when you start feeling anxious and, and just not right. Just take a walk, breathe, slow it down. I like that you've offered up your website to find what's resonating to you, what blog posts or what pieces of advice are in there. I think that's really key because it almost changes day to day. Like some days I'm kind of in one flavor, one mood, and another day, it's another kind of challenge. So I like that. No, I think that's really excellent advice of just really being fluid with taking care of yourself. Yeah, we, um, Coach Solano and I did a podcast um, a few weeks ago, and it's trending over on a, on Blog Talk Radio now, you know, where our podcast is. The reason why I mentioned that is because we talked about good days, bad days, terrible days, your worst days ever, you know, and those kind of things and how to manage all the different kinds of days that you're having. 
because we're all having them. Some days are more confident than others. And some days are tearful and you're bawling and trying to figure out how this happened and why and what's going to happen to us and that, you know, all the uncertainty and unknown. Confidently, what I've been recommending is maybe experiment a little bit and try and find, you know, one to five things that are in that you know you have as tools in your toolbox to go to for when you feel that way. I know I have mine. I get my camera out. I'll turn on, I love Zumba. Um, I love to bake cookies, you know, just things that are maybe even throwbacks to a simpler moment. Excellent. Wonderful, wonderful advice. So now just to wind up here, do you have anything else you'd like to share with people? Oh, goodness. I just love you all. I love collaborations and support for one another that I see. I see you in social media. I try and answer every single email I get every DM, everything come at you from all all different platforms. So give me time there. When you send me your books, I do read them. I do. I I love all of you. I'm fascinated by other people. So it means it, I guess what I'm trying to say is it really means the world to us that you've rallied for us with our new journal and Percolate sold out also. Percolate, let your best self filter through. It sold out with this. It just, it's meaningful to us to be able to help people, even if it's just a tiny little nudge in a right way or a different way of seeing something or, you know, whatever it is. And connecting. That's what I love to do too, is connect people to each other. That's how I see you. I see you as a huge connector and this loud voice saying, take care of yourself. But it's true. I've definitely seen you as a, a connector. Well, I really appreciate your time. I know this is a crazy week for you, but we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. I personally appreciate your work, have for years. I love how open you are with your food allergies and how you're managing, but I also love how open you are with just your heart and your knowledge and just sharing and hoping to ignite people to self-care and just look a little deeper, but I love your positive attitude. So I just really want to say thank you for bringing that out, especially during this really tough time. Thank you for having me on your show. It's it's incredibly meaningful and I'm grateful. You're very welcome and we hope to see you again on the show. Thank you all for listening to Facts Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Please subscribe, share, and review our podcast and be sure to connect with us on social media. You can find us on Apple Podcast, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.